Welcome to this episode of Shine Abroad. We are going to speak about homesickness, what it is, how to overcome it, and I'm going to share a bit of my own experience with this funny feeling that all of us that live abroad feel at some point in life. The city is awesome, but this is not really home. I don't know anyone here with whom I can be 100% myself. These and other sentences are the ones that we use more often when we relocate abroad or when we realize that the place where we are, even if it's beautiful, even if it gives us what we want, even if it gives us what we need and what we want, it gives us a career, a family, a community, we can still feel a bit disconnected because we can still feel we are missing something intangible, difficult to define, but we are missing something. Well, this funny feeling can be homesickness. It's important to acknowledge that living abroad is not always easy. Being abroad can be thrilling, energizing, and eye-opening. can help us grow, can help us develop our personality. It's actually a character-building exercise. But it's important to say that it could be incredibly challenging. The challenge goes from learning to cope with a new culture, get into the habit of the country they hosting us. For example, in UK, they tend to have dinner at 6 p.m. For me, coming from Italy, where we have dinner at 9, maybe, was a big difference that impacted my evening, the way to plan my late afternoon. Now I'm used to it, now I feel connected to it and I feel the benefit, but the beginning was a shock. Everyone gets through feeling homesick at some point in our journey. Everyone has his own pace, is a process that no one can rush and no one can really avoid. I guess it's important to acknowledge that Missing home once in a while is absolutely normal. It is natural because it means that back home we are living something that was meaningful for us. Still, you don't want to spend all your time abroad wishing you were somewhere else. So I would say that even though this feeling is normal, it's very important for us to give a context to it and trying to understand how this feeling can fit in our daily life. In particular in the moments that we feel the need of home, perhaps during holiday, bank holidays such as Christmas, Easter, when there is a birthday of a person close to us, or perhaps our own birthday. What I notice with myself, with my coaching clients, but also with the friends that are expert as me here in UK, is that so we idealize our home country and therefore, we compare this kind of perfect, nearly perfect environment and social context with the present in our hosting country. But we should remind ourselves that if we left in the first place, there was a reason. There was something missing. Otherwise, we would be staying back home. Just an example, my hometown is on the seaside. It's a beautiful hometown, but it's pretty small. 
and there is not much going on. When I'm here in London, I have many activities, many friends with different backgrounds, with different interests, with different mindsets, and I feel constantly stimulated. Well, sometimes I think of that peace that I had back at home, like the heaven, like this beautiful oasis where I could enjoy the slow pace, where I could enjoy just being and relax. The truth is that it was so limited that sometimes I felt an outsider and I felt that I didn't belong there. So when I have homesickness and I have this kind of dream idealization of my home, I always try to remind myself to be more connected with the reality, not with what I feel, but with what it is and what it was. It's important to say that homesickness comes in waves. Very few emotions stay with you all the time. They come and and they go. And homesickness is one of them. Homesickness comes from our instinctive need for love, protection and security. This instinctive feeling of being unconditionally loved that, of course, by association is represented in our home when we were children. What could happen is that people living abroad begin to feel lonely even if they are not alone and they are surrounded by other people that really care for them. This sense of disconnection, this sense of anxiety, sadness and feeling a bit nervous or feeling this need to always check what is happening back home. So send messages, send pictures, constantly checking the social media is all part and wrap up in what it is, the homesickness. By reminding yourself why you're here and by acknowledging how you feel about your home, it's important to understand how we can tackle and face this challenge of feeling homesick. By speaking with my community, by speaking with my clients, and also with my friends, and by passing through my own experience, I come up with four approaches to face homesickness. The four approaches are called the four N. It's a new home, new relationship with your old home, new sense of yourself and self-care, and new way to connect with others. Let's see briefly each of them. I do hope that Across these ideas, you can find one that inspires you to take action and perhaps some others that you might want to give a try and test. It might be possible that across these ideas, there are some of them that you already applied naturally because we need to remind ourselves that the feeling within us can be solved within us. So our instinct, our intuition sometimes help us to deal with these uncomfortable situations. So let's start with the first one. We explore a new home. What I mean is start as a tourist of your city and then be an expert. So I would say attend the very nice places in the city. Visit the attraction. Visit the popular sites. Trying to live the experience as a tourist. Feel overwhelmed and surprised by the country's culture and the history around you because you need to remind yourself there are people flying to your city 
where you live to visit the city. So there must be some beauty there. I would say as well as a tourist, experience their food and experience what traditional restaurants look like and the parks that might be around your house. Once done that, trying to leave the city as an expert. Find your local grocery shop. Find your local gym that you like. Find the cafe or the bar or the club that make you feel connected because that's a nice vibe. Then hide behind the camera. And hiding behind your camera got some beauty. The beauty of becoming a child again. To capture the things around you that are worth of a picture that perhaps you can share with the people back home. So you can create straight away a relationship for them between your new place, your new reality, and what is your reality back home. Then review the picture throughout in the future because it can help you make beautiful memories. Another thing that I found challenging, but actually is the one that helped me the most, was when I pushed myself and overexposed myself to things I didn't fully feel comfortable with. With that, I mean, let's assume that you come from a small town or you come from a place where, I don't know, playing football is not a big deal. Exposing yourself to a football match with a lot of people might be challenging for you but might help you to embrace and blend in a new culture. In the culture of the place that is hosting you, that is welcoming you, that is giving you a house, an opportunity in your life. If that opportunity is not taken the right way for you, perhaps you're not happy with your job or perhaps you're not happy about some aspect of your current life, you can still transform them. But the place where you are now is the scenario for this change. Another thing that I would say that can seem silly and superficial but actually has a massive impact is to make your home a real home. So the place where you are, that could be a room, a flat, a house, a room in a shared household, needs to feel home for you, needs to have the colors that you like, needs to make you feel welcoming when you come back. I notice so often speaking with my friends and clients, that sometimes we think that we're going to stay in that room or in that accommodation for a short period, perhaps two, three months, perhaps six months, and eventually we stay there for two years. Well, that two years, the time spent for that two years does matter, matter for your life. So take care of yourself and make the place where you live feeling home. The second end, of our 4N approach is a new relationship with your old home. Send gift back home, perhaps something that you bought here locally, something that is traditional, something that can pass through the culture of the place that you are living now to the place where you were living before. It's also a great way for your friends and family to connect with your current reality. Another thing that would say with a new relationship with your old home is to fight and be very aware of the FOMO. FOMO is the fear of missing out. Technology is, is a great tool, allow us to be connected everywhere. I'm here in London, you might hear this podcast across the world, you might be living in UK, Italy, Spain, Germany, perhaps outside Europe. So technology does have a value. However, there is a downside. 
we can be constantly connected. So the temptation to constantly look what's happening at home can be overwhelming. This temptation can nurture, unfortunately, and feed your homesickness because it's so easy to project ourselves in how amazing it would be to have the family dinner. When perhaps sometimes, when we were back home, we were still attending the family dinner, but we were not so happy to be there. We preferred to do something else. And perhaps at the time, we were looking at our phone and being envious and pondering how amazing it was for your friends to live abroad or to be on a holiday. So remind yourself there is always a perspective. I would say as well that speaking with your family back home is important. I do, and it matters significantly for me. I speak with my friends as well. However, if we really want to embrace the new culture and build a new relationship with our new home, we need to make sure that we speak the language of the country that is hosting us. I just want to give you an example. In Italy, we tend to be extremely friendly from day one. So the idea is that I just meet you and I'm 100% open and I'm very willing to help. If then throughout the journey, I might understand that you are not as genuine as I am, I might take a step back. And so I label you as a quit. I'm not saying it's always like that, but it's like my own experience, the people that are near to me, that's the way we approach So the other Italian that have been more introvert, I'm not generalizing. Let's clarify. (laughs) In Austria instead, it's the other way around. You are new. I need to observe you. I need to understand how you behave, how you think, what you do. If you are consistent between your words and your actions, and only then you become a friend or become an acquaintance. Therefore, what could happen is that as happened to me actually, you might think that colleague is a friend of you, instead for the, that colleague, you are still labeled and identified what place I will have in their life. And with this, I have a very funny story that I want to share briefly. One of my closest friends lives in Austria. I left Austria and once I was about to move to London, I wanted to make sure that I was doing the right choice. So I asked her to host me so I could experience again the Austrian life and understand if actually the decision to go to London was the right one. To do so, I invited also my boyfriend that is English and the time we were in a long-distance relationship. She was the person telling me, I'm happy to give you my flat. And I was so surprised. I was, are you sure? Like, I'm very happy to take an Airbnb or to take a hotel room i'm okay she told me no i'm very happy to do so i will stay at my boyfriend's house and you can stay in my flat for these three days you are my friend this is the key you can stay in this woman is the same colleague that stared at me at the beginning of our experience together for days while i joined the same office is barely speaking with me now i'm so close to her that she actually lent me her flat. That, to be honest, was the first time in my life that happened. I was so surprised. With this example, what I want to say is that if I was just living the situation on day one and thinking with a somehow Italian mindset, I could say, 
okay, this woman just does not like me. Very simply, we can be colleagues, but nothing more. Instead, I was curious enough and open enough to wait and to allow the other person, give space to the other person to express her own personality and her own cultural background. Therefore, be connected with home and constantly speak with your friends could be useful, however, can create a bias in the way we relate with the people around us in the country that is hosting us at the moment. The third N is a new you based on self-care. Make sure to cook and eat. It seems silly, I do want to be a mama, but it's such an important thing to say. The fact that you might struggle to find the food you like abroad, you might struggle to find the brand of biscuits that is important for you, or you might struggle to appreciate the vegetables because don't taste in the same way back home, can seem silly, but actually impact the relationship with the food and the level of care that you give you to yourself. So make sure to cook. Make sure to treasure your body with the food that you have around you, even though it's not as tasty as the one back home. I want to say as well, make sure to schedule some me time to somehow unload your experience, week by week at least. Just relax, go for a walk or lie on the bed and think through your experience there and episodes that have so that you can process things in a quicker way. We might tend to daunting ourselves with social media, with this endless scrolling, 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 with Netflix, with all this distraction that don't allow us to process emotion. Hence why sometimes we find ourselves anxious, but we're not even know why. The reason is because we didn't give space to ourselves to unload our emotions. So I invite just 30 minutes per week is a great start. Another thing that I would say that can help to create a new me based on self-care is to learn the language. I know that can sound silly. I know that it can sound obvious, but it's not. I know endless amount of people and you might be one of them, that at the beginning create their own community of expats, perhaps from the same countries, and they lock themselves in that reality. This is dangerous. This is limiting for you, for your growth, and for your experience. Trying to, I know this is difficult, but trying to get along with locals, trying to build relationships with people from different countries, because there is the real growth. There is the space where you understand really who you are and what you want. We need to remind ourselves that we took passively the culture of our own country just because we were born there. That's it. There was not so much to say. I do love sun and be in the sun because I come from a hometown on the seaside. So that's what you do very often. You have a coffee or you sit down on the balcony or you meet with friends and you just sit down and take some sun. And some of my friends back home might dislike sun, but the majority of them do really like it. So the things that you say, this is my identity, this is my personality, try to challenge them and try to open up, learn something new, learn the language so that you can choose the bit that you want to blend in your own 
personality, culture and approach, mindset as well, and the things that you want to let go. An example is actually this podcast. A few friends of mine, they are Italian, they told me like, Adele, why you are complicating your life with this? You are supporting coaching clients, you have your job in healthcare, you have your social media. There is no reason to do a podcast. And my answer was, yes, you are right, but I feel the need to spread the message because I can see many of experts having challenges while abroad and having also limitation in communicating these challenges. And I don't want that. I want to make a change. I need to be honest. If five years ago someone would tell me that I was staying up at night to do a podcast, I would say, no way, I already work 10 hours per day. It's not happening. But now, because I live abroad, because I experience things, because I have something to say and something to share that can help others, I'm here recording. I do hope this recording works well as well. (laughs) So please, try to learn something new and challenge yourself. The other end is a new way to interact with others, a new way to connect with others. And with that, I mean to get adopted. And with this, I mean, it's not about removing your own family, okay? I do love my family. I will never change them, never, okay? But what I would say is that get adopted by locals. Try to create your community of locals. Perhaps find a mentor that is older than you. Mentors help me massively, massively, because help me to understand all the connection that was missing. Instead of saying that person behave a bit weirdly, I would say, okay, this is coming from this rationale and this background and this mindset. I could give a context so I could react and respond to the situation instead of being disconnected by it and label it as, okay, they are the weird one or, okay, they are the different one. They are not the different one. I mean, they might be different, but I am in their difference because I am here. I am where they are. I am moved where they were before I moved. So it's my interest, but also opportunity and responsibility to understand and getting adopted let's use this way this term can help you to translate behaviors to understand how to engage better another thing i would say is that find a friend that is an expert as you are and the reason i'm saying that is because being able to express homesickness formal guilt because people are back home and my struggling and you cannot go home. Speaking about the positive of how our behavior and character is changing because of this exposure to new culture is important. And you need to do so with someone that is able to fully understand and you are fully able to listen to and support the other person. So try to find a good, at least one good friend that is an expert. Another thing I would say is like talk to others about how you feel. This could be funny and simple and perhaps obvious, but labeling emotion and speaking through what happens help. And also help sometimes to make us understand that we are making a drama for no reason. 
I just want to give you an example. My room back in Italy is now my room slash storage slash I don't know what does happen there. What I know is that when I go back, my family may sure to remove everything that is there to clean it up a bit because it will be full of dust and make it feel fine for me. Well, once I came back and there was this massive, guys, massive machine in my room. was a tapirulan and was so big I couldn't fully open the door. That night I stayed in bed and I was keep staring at us to this tapirulan thinking that probably they used the tapirulan in my room. But I'm not leaving the house, but still I was feeling, this is my room. Why this thing is in this room? Speaking true, also now, saying it out loud, makes me laugh, but also makes me think that I have a challenge in letting go. I don't live that anymore. I've been not living in that house for more than 10 years, and I've been living in London for more than five years. This assumption, or this somehow request of my room to be untouched it just does not make sense why my family should struggle with space if they have an extra room that is closed 300 days per year maybe more i know that overall i spend 20 days in italy in my house probably maybe a bit more maybe a bit less but definitely not more than 20 days so why they should struggle for 340 days with a tapirulan in the middle of the house if they have an extra room? Well, that night, while I was in the bed, I was feeling very bad at this tapirulan. I was feeling sad, I was feeling left out, I was feeling no belonging. But speaking with a friend helped me to give a perspective. So I do invite you with this new way of interacting with others to embrace this challenge, effort, but also gift of speaking with others about how you feel, because you will see the benefit. The last thing I want to say before closing is that listening to yourself when you feel homesick, when we feel unwell, perhaps also physically, we tend to missing home far more. I know friends of mine that have been living in UK for 20 or 30 years, they still do medical check back home. Not because the English system is less efficient than the Italian system, but just because having the confirmation in your own language in the hospital near your house make a difference. With that, what I want to say is not an invite to your medical check here or back home. This is not the point. The point is that when we feel a bit sad or we are feeling homesick, just pause for a second and ask ourselves what is happening in our life what does make us feel vulnerable and give a context so we can find help and we can formulate how we feel in a better way for others but for ourselves first too often i heard people saying i miss home i want to quit everything i want to go back home but they don't really mean it so they end up in this frustration between being upset because they live abroad, be resentful from the home country because it doesn't give the opportunity that they want, and feel in this form of limbo. 
and this is not healthy. We can change this dynamic by first of all listening to ourselves. And I know that sounds simple, but it's actually complex. I, I know because I struggle myself sometimes to listen to myself. But that's the invite I would give to you. When we feel homesick, let's honor that moment. Let's embrace it and let's understand how to challenge it. With the four N, I share some ideas on how to face homesickness. So I do hope that after this episode, you find some time to try a new way to explore your new home, a new relationship with your old home, a new way of approaching self-care and a new way to connect with others. If you have other strategies or any other approach and tips that you want to share, please make sure to share in the comment. I do hope that you found this episode useful and please share with others that might find this beneficial too. Take care. I will see you next week. Bye. Ciao.